Today, I'm gonna to share five principles that have allowed me to live a really, really good quality of life. All right, so let's dive into this. Welcome to the Health Burner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or a coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Uriel King, your founder and CEO of Healthpreneur. We help health professionals and coaches get more clients to scale online. And if you want to live an amazing life as opposed to one that sucks, if you want to have a sense of fulfillment and peace of mind, um, of flow and ease, even through all the challenges of business, because listen, like I'm not saying this is easy. When I say this, I mean life and business and doing great things. It's not easy. It's hard. But you know what? I love it. And I hope you do as well, because if you relish the challenges, then you don't get burnt out. I think, you know, people get burnt out when they're doing stuff they hate. But when you look at business or what it is you're doing as something that you enjoy, the challenge, the the growth, the learning, the mistakes and the failures is all part of the journey, then it becomes a whole lot easier. So, and again, by easy, I mean just more enjoyable, okay? So I want to share five principles that have helped me live a, a, what I would consider for myself a really enjoyable life. And if they resonate with you, amazing, right? If they do, let me know in the comments. Okay, so first one is how you do anything is how you do everything. I've got four young boys and listen, like I'm on top of them for basic things, right? Uh, brush your teeth every morning, make your bed every morning. Those are the two questions I ask them every day. Did you brush your teeth, did you make your bed? No? All right. Go back upstairs and get it done. Why do I do that? And then my kids are like, Dad, you're crazy. They're probably thinking like I'm, I'm, I'm insane. And little things like this do bother me because I've been in business for 18 years now. And I've been alive for 42, 40, 42 as of this recording. And I've noticed that the small things in life are everything. You know that, that ridiculous, stupid book called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff? I think that is the worst title of all time. Because it's the small stuff that matters all the time, right? Um, So I get my kids to take care of the small stuff. And again, it's taken a long time for them to, to get that. So brush your teeth, make your bed every morning. Because how you do that stuff is how you do everything else. If you're walking on the street dragging your feet, pick your feet up. If, you're, if your shoelaces are untied and you're dragging your laces under your shoes... Tie your shoes. And you might say that's pretty militant, and it is, right? Why do you think there's so much discipline in the military? And these people come out of the military, I'll tell you, a lot of them are a joy to work with. I've worked with them as clients and team members. They're on a different level in terms of how they live and their discipline and how they show up in life. Now, obviously, there are others who have all sorts of other issues. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that everyone's perfect, but when you take care of the little things, you're able to manage and bring in more of the big things. That's a big lesson that I've learned is that if you want, as an example, to make more money, if you can't manage the money you currently have, you're telling the universe, well, I'm not ready for more. So how you do anything is how you do everything. I used to have a client that would always give up on the last rep. So we do a set of 10, she'd stop at nine. We were doing hill runs, she'd stop 10 meters before the end. I'm like, what's up with that? Why, what is going on here? And more importantly, how is this showing up in your life? She was overweight. Huh. Well, why do you think that is? Well, Yuri, that's, that's, that's harsh. You shouldn't judge people. We judge people all the time. And what I've realized is that it's not judgment. It's pattern recognition. If someone's overweight 
and I'm working with them at least way back in the day, and they're giving up right before the last one or two reps, that tells me everything I need to know because that's exactly how they show up in every other aspect of their life. That's just a fact, okay? So how you do anything is how you do everything. That's one of the most important principles that I wanna share with you. Second is me first. Me, me first. And I know that sounds challenging maybe if you're a female who has kids and a family to look after. And this is something I challenge my wife with. My wife is amazing and we are really complementary opposites because I'm more demanding on my kids. She's very laissez-faire. And obviously I think most relationships have that dynamic. But I see this a lot in women is they will put others first all the time. Their kids, their spouse, their whatever it is other than themselves. And I don't think that you can fill up other people's cups until yours is full yourself. Even on an airplane, put your mask on before assisting someone else. It's basic, right? So one of the things, like I, I, I tell people, like I am selfish. I am selfish. I will do things if it makes things better for me. And I think we all are. And I'm just, I'm just being honest about it, right? We always act in our self-interest. I'm just saying, okay, if I want something, that's what I want. But I also understand, let's just say in the context of buying something, whether it's a car, a house, or whatever, I can't have those things, which are selfish desires, unless I help a hundred times more people. So all of a sudden, by focusing on my desire first, it puts me automatically into a place of service because I can't make that happen without helping other people. So does it mean that I'm a selfish, bad person for wanting what I want instead of helping people altruistically from the get-go? No. That's something I've had to come to terms with. Is like, listen, I want to impact a billion people on this planet, okay? And I'm sure you want to impact a lot of people in some way, shape, or form as well. But it doesn't mean that wanting something for yourself first makes you a bad person. Because in the world of health and helping people, you have to help them in order to get what you want because they're going to pay you money in exchange for some type of value. So like in my family... I wake up anywhere from 4 to 5 a.m. every single day. And the first thing I do is I come right down to the office, I get my work done, and then I work out. And then that's three, four hours of me time. I don't care what the kids are doing. I don't care if they're sleeping. I don't exist to them until I'm finished my stuff. And I think the easiest way to take care of you first is to wake up earlier. Because if everyone else is sleeping, you have nothing else to do but your own stuff. And so this is one of the most important things that I think has fundamentally allowed me to create the level of you know, success and impact and whatever in life is that I have always focused on myself first. And when I say first in this case, I literally mean first thing in the day. Like no matter what, it's me and only me. And by that, I mean I take care of myself, I take care of my business. And by my business, I mean I take care of my team members, I take care of the work I have to do and I take care of my clients, right? And then I'm taking care of my body through, you know, my workouts and then I've got family time, right? I can hang out with the kids, walk them to school, do whatever else. But if I wake up to kids and then I'm like, you know, dragging my feet out of bed and I'm like, it's not a good, I'm not a good person when that happens. I feel best when I take care of myself first and then I can give so much more to other people. So that's the second principle that's really helped me uh, in my journey so far. Third, 
is I have a core belief that I have the power to create anything I want. Anything. And I think when you look at anything, whether it's this house, airplanes, cars, they were all thoughts that became things. And I've, I've been able to manifest things in my life to just such an amazing extent, and I'm sure you have as well. And if you have the belief that I can create, I have the power, like literally the power, like He-Man, I have the power. You have the power to create anything you want in life. And I was actually talking with my son last night. We were out for a walk. And I said, hey, uh, there are three things that will help you achieve whatever it is you want in life. Because he was actually talking about how we had, they were doing an exercise in class where they wrote themselves a letter uh, from the future back to their current self. And he was talking about how he wanted to be a professional soccer player. I wonder where he got that from. Not that I pushed my kids in that direction. But anyways, I said there's three things. I call them the three C's. Clarity, consistency, and conviction. When you're clear on what you want, and this is the key, when you are granularly, I can see it in my mind as if I own it clear, when you are consistent in that vision, and when you are convicted, certain that it's already here, not, oh man, I hope, I wish, it's, it's already here. It's on its way. I'm just waiting for the order to be delivered. That's like when you have that level of conviction and belief, that's when stuff shows up in your life. Again, I'll just use you like I've shared this before. If you've read my book, Mind Floss, which is back there, I talk about this in the book, right? The houses I've been able to buy, the cars. I understand all that stuff doesn't matter. It's bullshit, right? We all know that. But I friggin' enjoy it. I spend 95% of my time in my house. I want to live in a nice house. That doesn't just fall out of the ethers. Like that comes from the, the very clear intention of what it is I want and then going about making it happen. But again, that belief of I have the power to create anything I want, not oh, interest rates are high, I can't do anything, or this person's in power, I'm handcuffed. Fuck that. You have the power, I have the power to create anything we want in our life, and I have zero tolerance and zero patience for any conversation outside of that. That's why I shot a video recently talking about how I would rather hang out with trees, because most people don't have this mindset, and which is why I mostly hang out with entrepreneurs. Because entrepreneurs are people who create things out of thin air. The ability to, the the belief, if I have this vision, I want to bring it to life. Those are people I want to hang out with. And if you're one of them, welcome to the tribe. All right, fourth is vitality is everything. Vitality is everything. It is the single biggest obstacle and bottleneck in your business that you're not even aware of. You think that you're missing a tactic or strategy, that might be very true. But if you're sick, tired, overweight, sluggish, That's all that matters because if you're dead, you don't need the newest tactic. I have two friends that passed away during the pandemic, not because of the ridiculous virus, but because they were unhealthy to begin with. They smoked, they drank, they were overweight, and they were just overworked. And then they were very susceptible to whatever they got, and they passed away. And it's very, very sad because they left behind them a family and a great business. And they were relatively young, right, in their mid-40s. And what's the point of doing any of this stuff if you don't take care of your health? So I'm very fortunate to work, obviously, in the health space. And I've been in the health space for 20 years. And I love working with health professionals because the work we do fundamentally changes people's lives. And you have to practice what it is you preach. And I'm sure you do. And I'm very, very blessed to work with amazing clients who are amazing practitioners and coaches. And all of them, for the most part, are in really good health. And I think that's great because 
If you're tired all the time, if you can't focus, if you lack energy, well, you're not going to be able to produce to grow your business. You're not going to have the energy or the presence of mind to be with your family when they need you most. So vitality for me is everything. I mean, I wrote the book, wrote the book, The All-Day Energy Diet. That was my first book that became a number two New York Times bestseller. And it's still something I believe to this day is like everything is energy and energy is everything. Fifth principle. This is a big one. For me, it really determines who I hang out with. Uh, And it's this, is that I believe that tomorrow will always be bigger and better than the past. So tomorrow will always be bigger and better than yesterday and whatever happened in my past. And I've done a lot of stuff in my life. I've played pro soccer. I graduated from one of the top universities in the world, summa cum laude, I think, whatever whatever that thing's called. Um, you know, I've, I've sold a multiple seven figure business, built a huge YouTube channel, did all this cool stuff in Dr. Oz, wrote New York Times bestselling books, have four kids, you know, done all this cool stuff, right? None of that matters. I wake up every single day and I'm like, I don't even think about that stuff. I never, ever think about that stuff. However, I also don't ignore it. I think the reason that I have a tremendous amount of confidence in what I do, and I I believe confidence is situational. So when I say confidence, put me on the dance floor and let's do some samba. I'm not confident, okay? However, I have the experience and track record that's given me the confidence that I have to build great businesses. And I'm not the best of the best. I understand I'm nowhere near that, but I'm very good and I'm always getting better. But it definitely helps having those reference points. However, I don't wake up every day thinking like, I'm entitled, I'm entitled to people falling into my lap and everyone wanting to work with me. No way. And it, like that doesn't even cross my mind. I understand every single day that I get up, I have to work to make today and tomorrow better. And I also believe that no matter what is happening in the world, tomorrow will always be better. If you look historically, like today is better. Like I, I think I would rather live today than 50 years ago. Right, the good old days. The good old days are fucking now. This is the good old days, not 50 years ago. The good old days, 100 years ago. Remember when there was no cars and planes, and you had to write letters to people, and it take like five years for them to receive it. Oh yeah, the good old days. Remember the good old days where if you drank water, you could die because you got some kind of like cholera or whatever kind of nonsense. Remember those good old days? Or how about like 10,000 years ago where people uh, from a random country would just come and ransack your village and rape your family and burn everything to the ground? Remember those good old days? Screw that. Today is the best day and tomorrow is going to be the best day and the next day is going to be better than today and tomorrow. That's a core belief I have because if tomorrow isn't better than the past, why would you get out of bed in the morning? You know, like during the lockdowns and during the pandemic, although it was driving me insane because of the nonsense, I had two and a half of the best years of my life. You know, (laughs) <laughs> like, no, how's, how's that possible, right? The reason it was possible is because that is who I am. That's the choice that I made. That's the mindset I had. We had two and a half amazing years. And I'm not downplaying, obviously, people suffering with, you know, with stuff. But I didn't travel. I still haven't traveled as of this video. I have not traveled for almost three years. And I could cry the blues, meh, government, lockdowns, you know, vax passports, all this shit which is ridiculous to begin with, but I'm not going to cry the blues. I'm going to look at, okay, what what can I do in the current situation to make it amazing? And that's what I've done. 
And it's a choice that I've had. I refuse to give any energy, either in person or even speaking to someone over the phone or on Zoom, who does not have the mentality. Because here's how this shows up, is I remember back in high school, you know, those glory days and all that fun, like the reminiscing about how yesterday and yesteryear and 10 years ago was the best of their life. Dude, you're 40. You're 40 and you're talking about 20 years ago as being the best of your life. Why are you, why are you alive? What do you have to look forward to? Uh, you know, I got to wake up and go to work tomorrow. My boss is an asshole. I got to drive two hours in traffic. Please put a knife in my head. I'm finished with these people and these conversations. I like, honestly, since the beginning of as long as I can remember, I have had zero energy for energy vampires, right? So conversations like that, even just speaking about this, I feel my soul, my spirit leaving my body like it's gonzo. And I've had to protect my energy my time, my environment. I don't hang out with a lot of people. I think I've actually become more recluse since I've gotten older because, you know, a lot of my close friends don't live around me. So we hang out on Zoom, right? Like, you know, every now and then, every now and again, I hang out with my wife, I hang out with my kids, I see the, you know, the occasional friends here and there. But, you know, I would rather be alone than spend time with the wrong people. And I refuse to spend time with people who do not believe that the next several years or decades of their life are not going to be the best of their life. And who are continually reminiscing about the good old times in high school when they were a football player or whatever it was, and now they're just some random whatever they do. And I just, I just find that's very unfortunate. And honestly, there's no secret magic power that I have. There's like nothing different other than this belief system that I have, which is tomorrow's going to be amazing no matter what. I don't give a shit if the world blows up. I will find a way to make tomorrow amazing. That's just the way I am, right? Now, I'm not saying you have to adopt these principles. I'm just sharing these with you because these have allowed me to move through the craziness, to navigate a lot of the hard times in business, to understand as well when things have worked out extremely well, being very modest with myself to be like, that's awesome, man. Get back to work because you're not going to ride this way forever, right? Um, I have a very, very low, I mean, I would say for myself, I have a very low sense of self-entitlement, if if that's even a word, uh, regardless of what I've done in the past. And one of the core tenets we have at Healthpreneur, as an example, is just like the letters behind your name do not entitle you to a successful business. And sadly, we speak with many doctors, specifically doctors, and I'm going to call you out if you're a doctor here. Get your ego in check. You're not that special, okay? The letters behind your name simply give you the token to play the game. Now you have to earn the right to get other people's business, to help them, to transform their lives. And I have, again, very little patience for entitlements in general, whether it's you know kids at, you know doing specific jobs or, or expecting a tip for giving you a bottle of water at a restaurant. Ridiculous nonsense. Anyways, I'm going to stop this now before I go off on all sorts of tangents. But anyways, hopefully those five principles, I'm not going to repeat them because I can barely remember them. But if you need to rewatch this, you can do so again. I would love to know from you in the comments which one of these principles has made the most sense for you, has resonated the most with you, or maybe it's something that you see eye to eye with me on. Let me know in the comments below. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for watching. Give this a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe. Got tons of other videos to help you grow the great, build a great business online. Thanks for your attention. Thank you for your time. And I'll see you in the next video.
If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.